you know, I think about who's on our side as consumers, as people trying to make ends meet, et cetera. There is no group that tops my list uh, in a higher level than the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Why? Because government is your biggest expense. You know, I, I know that literally. I'm through a period right now where I filed this past week because I have self-employed income. So I filed that. But that was okay because I've got an installment due uh, July 1st, but that's okay because I have my property taxes due about eight minutes after that. I mean, I really do feel like, guess who I'm working for? And we've got some new stuff happening across the country that I want to make you aware. So I've asked Chris Sims, Alberta Director of the Taxpayer uh, Canadian Taxpayers Federation, but find them at taxpayer.com. Chris, thanks you, thank you for taking the time. I'll just start with a mini story. Last night, coming home, went to the gas station, filled her up. 205 and change, $2.05 and change. And that blessing looks like it's trying to come to the rest of the country. Yes, exactly. Uh, folks who are watching this from British Columbia, you've been suffering under two carbon taxes now for many years. The second carbon tax, also known as the clean fuel standard, adds around 17 cents extra per liter to regular gasoline, Mike. So that is one of the major reasons why when you glance up and you're wincing and you're filling up your car, that's one of the main reasons why. It always kills me, though. Did you know that we had a, I'm sure you do, I'm sorry, but uh, we had the government call uh, the Utilities Commission to look into high gas prices about three years ago. But I'm, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes, you're <laughs> laughing and I'm laughing because we both know they said they had a guideline. You weren't allowed to look at the impact of government on yeah, gas prices. And I'm going, are you kidding me? Like, it was, what? It was, it was one of the last stunts I was able to do before, you know, the COVID madness took over mm. and we delivered uh, gas price detection equipment to the premier and they were mirrors. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look in the mirrors. mirror. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I mean, the the role that government plays is huge. I read another uh, thing, uh, report, maybe yesterday, the day before, just talking about, again, what drives a lot of Canadians mad is tax on tax. So as Alberta and, and uh, you know, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, et cetera, all get the near new clean fuels tax, and it keeps going up, just like the carbon tax is pro programmed to go up through 2030. It was the amount of GST that you pay on the new taxes. And again, we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, overall, it's it's in the billions of dollars, of course. Oh, for sure. It's just disgusting. So you do actually pay a tax on tax. The GST or the sales tax across Canada is added after all the other taxes. So it's super gross. Same thing happens for your energy bill. Anybody who has the stomach to actually open that envelope and look at all the different breakdowns, uh, take a look at where the sales tax lands there. And it's after the carbon tax. Now, I think it's important for the rest of your listeners to know who are here in Alberta, Manitoba, Ontario, like you just said, is that this ingenious second carbon tax that is making fuel unaffordable in British Columbia, that idea has now been cribbed by the federal government, by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, and he's going to impose that across the country. So as of July 1st this year, happy Canada Day, you're going to get a second carbon tax. Now, they're going to call it the low carbon fuel standard or clean fuel standard, whatever. It makes the cost of gasoline and diesel cost more. We don't know how much it's going to cost right off the hop. So as of July 1st, not too sure of the per liter price. But Mike, the parliamentary budget officer went through this with a fine tooth comb. And within the next seven years, so tick, tick, by 2030, it's going to be 17 cents extra per liter of gasoline and 16 cents extra per liter of diesel. It's going to be going up on a ski slope scale 
but we don't quite know exactly how much it's going to cost us July 1. Yeah, of course, on top of the carbon tax, which is also yeah. scheduled to go up, uh, you know, uh, significantly. So, I mean, just that component, again, of gasoline and diesel, as they say, uh, and this is what it kills me. And I talk, I'm talking to Ozzy Jurek about this uh, also coming up. Uh, one of my themes has been politicians standing up and saying they care about affordable housing, wink, wink, and then really pushing up the price of houses in the most dramatic of ways. RBC had a survey out this past week. We had CD Howe two weeks ago, you know, chronicling the huge amounts of money. And so I always look at food, shelter, you know, and your energy costs. And, you know, the government fingerprints are all over it. And it's just not well understood, as, as including, as I say, I wonder how many people know we're going to get a clean fuel tax on top of the carbon tax, as they both are scheduled to escalate, as you say, right through the next seven years. It's major. And for folks who are watching your show and listening, they know, like they mm. get it. What I would implore your listeners and viewers to do, if you're sick of this, tell 10 friends. Mm -hmm. Seriously, what you're hearing here right now, and when you listen every week or whatever, what you're listening to, go tell 10 of your normal friends who don't know about this and yet are paying through the nose for fuel, for food, for housing. Because when you increase the price of something like diesel, you're increasing the cost of everything. Mm -hmm. That's because everything is brought to us on a train and then a truck. Both of those two vehicles use diesel and they're taxed with the carbon tax. And it's going to be double carbon taxed as of July 1st. Yeah, it's one of the things that I, uh, more and more, I'm feeling it because you look at the surveys telling you that people are having trouble. That, uh, you know, I noticed, of course, lower income people, we, and I'm proud, we've been chronicling that absolutely mm -hmm. from the get go, but said it will rise up. And I've really noticed the number of people talking about food costs, for example, you know, well into the middle class. You know, uh, Michael Levy was chatting with us last week saying he's still in shock over uh, $12 for a pound of grapes. You know, yep. and, and we've got stories like this. I just, I'm with you. I don't think people are aware of the role that government's playing in all of this. And as you say, all you have to do is move the diesel costs to impact some food prices because they have to go. But it's, it's just, it's a complicated system. And the government's got its hands on all aspects of that system. And they're raising the cost of things. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just something I wish people were more aware of. It's almost all the government's fault. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking inflation, I'm talking jacking up carbon taxes on our basic fuels, price of food, price of housing. Almost all of this can be laid at the foot of the federal government, okay? So as we just explained, the carbon tax, especially two of them, is going to increase the cost of everything. By the way, a lot of folks don't know this, that up until like last week, Farmers and ranchers were being charged the carbon tax for drying their grain and heating their barns. Mm -hmm. So newsflash, uh, cows and pigs and chickens all need to be housed in warm locations because we're frozen here six months a year. That was actually being carbon taxed, if you can believe it, to the tune of thousands and thousands of dollars for these operators, these farmers and ranchers. And guess what? That adds to your price of food. So mm -hmm. this is one of the reasons why we have to really stress this. We don't care that they're wearing the red color jersey. We would be screaming in the same way if they were wearing blue jerseys or green jerseys here too. This is Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's fault, largely. And with inflation, this is what happens when you print around $400 billion. 
And then yeah. you have too many dollars chasing too few things. You cause inflation. And actually on the housing thing, uh, it isn't exactly our wheelhouse, but it's something I noticed. I think it was Scotiabank did a major study pointing out that the federal government is using its money to buy up investments in housing, artificially increasing the cost. It was mm -hmm. based in Ontario on a study that they did, but it was really eye-opening. So not only are they jacking up the cost of actual construction materials, not only are local and provincial and federal governments doing a lot of gatekeeping and keeping the housing supply low, but because of their inflationary behavior and their money printing, it's actually making the housing situation worse. Well, as I say, and the key, I think, for people is to become informed, and I really recommend they go to taxpayer.com. Uh, you know, you follow it across the country to individual provinces, but across the country. And I just, I mean, it's the old cliche, I know, but the more we know, the better protected we'll be, at least be better informed uh, as to what's going on, because the impact is huge. We're still getting, Chris, uh, the latest poll, I, I think for seven consecutive polls, it was cost of living is the number one concern for Canadians. Not a surprise, rising interest rates also, you know, bit of a surprise for some people. Prime rate goes up, but they do that and then they go and fill up at the gas tank from the grocery store, it really is getting to one of those ca uh, cases. I don't know how we do it. You know, I don't know how a lot of people are doing it. Well, we do it by telling the government to change mm -hmm. or changing the government. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's you and me and your listeners and their neighbors and their parents and our kids that are paying for this. Justin Trudeau is not writing these checks, okay? This is not coming out of his bottom line. He may be uh, terribly unbalancing the budget and blowing our money at the drop of a hat. He's responsible for it, but he's not the one that's going to pay. We're the ones paying right now. There is an, I know you keep track, especially for low-income folks, for, for the cost of living. Two things. One, parliamentary budget officer, in their explanation of the second carbon tax, pointed out that it's the poorest people the lowest income, yeah. the working class and eating up into the middle class that are going to be nuked the hardest by this carbon tax and the second carbon tax. Okay, it's one. Two, I just saw a report last week pointing out, and this is hard to say out loud without getting emotional, um, grocery prices, food sales mm -hmm. at dollar stores are of increased hand over fist. Yeah. So... When you're there to grab balloons and whatnot and maybe some recycling bags, whatever you use your dollar store for, take a glance down the food aisle. It's packed now, Mike. Yeah. That was never the case before. As I say, big stuff. Go to taxpayer.com. Chris Sims, as always, we appreciate your time. Thank you.